0: Business books business books on the money show the roadside MBA real world lessons for entrepreneurs startup and small businesses well all the way from Salt Lake City in the United States is the one of the co-authors of the roadside MBA Scott Schaefer. Scott welcome to the show thanks for joining us this is quite a book just go through the the motivation experience behind it
1: um, well the three of us are business professors. And we have taught many case studies of very large companies over the years. And uh, a few years ago, we decided it would be a good idea to see how easily we could translate the, the MBA business school knowledge to small business. And we thought the best way to do that was to get out on the road and talk to small business people all over the United
0: States. Right. So you discovered a shoe shop. Let's compare that with Microsoft. What are the similarities? (laughs)
1: <laughs> the similarities. Um, uh, the similarities are that they both have customers and need to think hard about the value that they're bringing to their customers. Um, they also have costs associated with delivering that value, and they need to think about the difference between the consumers' willingness to pay for their product—shoes in one case and software in another—and the costs of delivering that product. And so. There, there are many similarities. The biggest difference is, uh, is simply scale.
0: Okay, let's, let's actually go through that, scaling a business. Just describe exactly what goes into that.
1: Um, when you're thinking about growing your business, it's important to think about how your costs are going to change as you increase the size of the business. We found lots of great examples of smaller companies who found ways to scale in a way that their cost didn't rise as quickly as their customer base did. Um, one company, for example, it was in uh, Hickory, North Carolina. They make um, the rubber parts that go into plastic automobiles. Uh, they uh, talk about the 1972 Pinto as an example. And that automobile has lots and lots of rubber parts that, uh, of course, the manufacturer no longer makes. But there's demand for collectors um, for those parts. And so what this company does is they build the uh, mold that will generate the correct rubber part and then make the order. For this business, all the cost is up front. And so what that means is that as they grow, as they add orders for a particular part, their only cost are the additional rubber that they're producing. And so here's a business that has what economists
0: I like that, then you you know, you know where to go forward. One of your chapters, I'm just looking at it now, Battling the Big Boys. All right, your your, your your cost to rubber is looking good. Battling the Big Boys. I suppose you mustn't be afraid to take on the giants.
1: Well, taking on the giants is difficult. Size brings lots of advantages in business. Size brings scale economy. Size brings big marketing budgets, things like that. The best examples we found out on the road from talking to small business people of smaller firms that were competing with the big guys, were cases where the small business people had identified things the big firms aren't good at. Um, and so, for example, one thing that big businesses aren't, are often not good at is internal communication. Right, Big businesses tend to become siloed, sales doesn't talk to engineering, things like that. And because of that, they can be slow to adapt to the need talked to a great business, the GPS Source in Pueblo, Colorado, and they are a U.S. defense contractor. They make GPS devices that the defense department buys. And one thing that they're good at is having their salespeople listen to exactly what the customers are hoping for in terms of the next product. And there was a great line that the president of the company told us. He said, there's only one water cooler at GPS Source. And what he meant by that was, sales guys and the engineers, they just bump into each other. And that's where their best product ideas come from, is those chance conversations. And that's much harder for a big company to
0: replicate. I'm loving that. I think that's great. Just just, just one water cooler. How does a family business fit into this though? Because from that point of view, I mean, a lot of people say family businesses are not a good idea.
1: Um, we found many
0: successful family businesses, it is difficult
1: um, you know, very often the children won't have the same passion for the business that the founder did or that the second generation did. And so we did see cases where um, businesses had trouble continuing to the second or third generation. Um, one thing we found, though, is that that creates quite a bit of opportunity. There were many businesses that we talked to where a lot of what they were doing to grow, to buy other family businesses where the family was no longer interested in continuing to run that business.
0: Right, okay, interesting. Um, if I had to say to you, just to sum up then, family business or not, any small little business, if I asked you to give them, say, two or three points in conducting and building your small business, what would you say?
1: Um, one point is to think about what you're good at relative to the competitors got to be doing something different from the competitors and delivering value in a way that competitors are have a difficult time copying. Another thing is you've got to be looking for sources of scale economies in order to grow. You want to be thinking about how does my average cost of serving a customer change as I add more customers? And if that average cost is rising as you grow, then that's going to be very difficult for you to grow profitably. And then in terms of branding, think hard your messages influence the consumer's choice. Think about how the consumer comes to your product, how the consumer interacts with it, and how your branding messages can influence that decision.
0: In other words, listen to the people who buy your product. As easy as that. (laughs) And Scott, service, service, service. I can't emphasize that enough. Scott Schaefer, co-author of the Roadside MBA, and I love it. It says, three top MBA professors, one big road trip. Thanks for joining us this evening on The Money Show. It's been great to be with you.